And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you by Away With Me Travel, the official travel agency of the Disney Dads Podcast and our YDF Media. There's nothing better than traveling to Walt Disney World over the holidays. Right now, we have an amazing offer going on for our Disney Dads family. Tell me a little bit about it, Jamie. I'm so excited to be able to bring this incredible offer to our family, and that is if you book a vacation package now through the end of December 2019, we are giving a complimentary party ticket to either Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. So contact us for details, and we can get you that incredible offer. Contact us at show at awaywithmetravel.com, and we can't wait to get you to these amazing parties today. And this episode of the Disney Dads Podcast is brought to you courtesy of our Patreon supporters. Want to support the show? Become a Patreon member. Thank you. Thank them. Now enjoy the show. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Can we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're a show that's a little bit about us, a lot about Disney, but more importantly, fun for the entire family. And, you know, I usually say it's a little bit about us, but we're missing somebody tonight. Our good buddy, my brother Justin, is down in Disney World as we speak, uh, enjoying all things food and wine. He's even hopping over to Universal, doing a little bit of Halloween Horror Nights. And I'm blessed to have my other brother with me here tonight. You know him, Mr. Wisconsin, my buddy, Jason. (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) There's an inside joke there. (laughs) Hey, listen, uh, thanks, man. Did you see the pictures? You know, this is what I love when when we each go down there because we private text a lot. And Justin was down there and says, hey, I'm in your neck of the woods. And he was sending me pictures of Tuki Lao. And it was kind of making me homesick for my Polynesian. So uh, I, I'm just, I'm really, uh, I'm really glad that he's having a great time. Um, potentially going to hear from him later. If not, we'll hear from him tomorrow night. Um, but Mike, listen, um, you know, we've both been super busy here. I've got to tell you this, though. Guess what I just pulled off the printer for you? Your Disney Dream uh, model that I'm um, throwing in your big paperwork that I'm making. Nice. I actually, you know what? I mean, literally, it just finished printing, um, uh, like moments before we started recording. So I'm excited to get that on. I got some uh, small stuff for the girls too that I'll be making sure I get out to you here. And uh, but other than that, man, I've just been busy with football and having a great time here with the boys and getting ready for fall and. It's been busy, man. It's been busy. It's, Winter is knocking on is my door. Is it snowing there yet in Wisconsin? Not okay. yet. Not yet. We did have a memory from a couple, um, that was like four years ago, we had frost warnings for tonight. So Ooh. it's not that cold yet. You know, I, I, I redid my driveway, and I had a couple little spots I wanted to patch, and I patched them. But as soon as I did that, the moisture came uh-huh. in. We weren't supposed to get any rain for two days while well, a thunderstorm came through, when I've been getting rain every day. Of course. And I've got this muck on a couple spots, so I'm just waiting for the sun to come out. Um, but listen, before we hey, before we get into the show tonight, 
which is going to be a lot of fun. Um, Last week, I talked about the Gary Sinise Foundation, and uh, it's a very personal, it, it really hits home, and I actually um, had had a one-on-one with a representative from the Gary Sinise Foundation, and I wanted to share with you guys, so let me go ahead and drop that on you right now. Guys, I am just absolutely thrilled because I have Hannah right now with me from the Gary Sinise Foundation, and if you remember, this is the foundation I talked about last week, and I to be honest with you, I just love this thing. So with that, what is the Gary Sinise Foundation? So the Gary Sinise Foundation is a nonprofit um, that supports military first responders and their families. Um, our mission is extremely broad because we want to be able to help as many people as we can in uh, many different ways. And so we help uh, wounded veterans that are post 9-11. We help first responders and volunteer fire departments. Uh, we help our families of fallen military. Uh, and then we help our World War II veterans. So we're kind of all over the place and just trying to help um, in urgent need places and in, in resiliency events as much as we can. First of all, I, I got to say that after really digging into the foundation, because I mean, it really stuck some time digging into it. The word beyond is just keeps coming because this is something that is I, I, I'm like, all right, I'm impressed. This is great. You know, I like Gary. Gary is Gary's a great actor. I respect what he's doing. I mean, tremendously. Um, I think he uh, has done stuff uh, to my brothers and sisters that have been phenomenal. But as I dig deeper, Hannah, I look at what the foundation is doing. And they're not, they're not out there saying, hey, look at us, pat us on the back. There's so much under-the-radar stuff, up to and including, you know what, if I wouldn't have went, like on your website, if I wouldn't, I'm paraphrasing what this Marine said, if I didn't come to this concert, it was Lieutenant, Lieutenant Dan Band, um, I was going to do the unthinkable. You know, it's just little stuff like that, up to and including the homes, that um, the foundation is just absolutely amazing. From the start and the inception of... of um, the Gary Sinise Foundation up to today. Um, was that a pretty fast evolution or did it kind of just go in small chunks? Um, it was definitely fast. So the foundation was formed in 2011. Uh, so we're only about eight years old. Um, but Gary has been kind of in this field for so long. A lot of his family's military. He has a lot of uh, World War One, World War Two, and then a lot of Vietnam veterans. And so he kind of saw the way that Vietnam veterans were treated and made it his personal mission to make sure that none of our veterans coming home ever felt that way again. And then when 9-11 happened, um, he really, you know, hit hit home and he started, uh, you know, the USO tours and started the Lieutenant Dan Band. And obviously Forrest Gump uh, helped him get into the disabled veteran world and he just kept going. And so um, here we are eight years later and his focus has definitely always been resiliency and kind of bringing fun and happiness and life back into um, all of these communities. And that's kind of what we focus on with all of our different programs. The, the quote is, well, we can never do enough for the defenders and your loved ones. We can always do a little more. You had your Gold Star families that got to go on this trip. Can, can, how did this come about? Like, was this his idea or your idea? And, and, and where, did, where did it, um, like, how do you do something like this to get these people on board? Yeah, so I wish it was my idea. Um, but actually, so Snowball Express used to be its own nonprofit. Um, it started 13 years ago. Uh, and it started originally at Disneyland in California. Um, and then a couple of years later, it moved to Dallas. Um, and then we brought Snowball Express under the Gary Sinise Foundation at the end of 2017. 
Gary loves Disney. And so he said, what better place to bring over a thousand kids, but Disney World. Um, And so last year was our first year at Disney World. Uh, We had about 1800 uh, kids and their surviving parent uh, there for five days. And it was incredible and they had an amazing time and they probably slept for a week afterwards. I, I, I bet they did. And and here was the, I mean, and I'm going to use the word magical because it is magical. Uh, when we talked about it, you know, the other day when we were making our last show, you know, the, the idea of a six-year-old and a seven-year-old meeting on the plane who they can't articulate really the feeling that I lost my dad over in Iraq or I lost my mom in Afghanistan. You know, they're not able to articulate that and they don't have to because they can, they're, they're sitting next to somebody who's feeling exactly the same thing that they have. And, and they're able to, um, what is it, this common bond right away and to stick them at the happiest place on earth. So this friendship, this, this, I mean, I dare to say even lifelong friendship you guys are really creating here with these, these, um, these trips, uh, for these people to actually get together and, and, and just heal and have fun. And that is such an amazing, fun concept. It was really hard for me to wrap my mind around that, the, the outcome and, and the after effect of what's going on with this whole uh, trip that you guys are planning for these people. Now, Hannah, do you, uh, do you guys plan on doing something like this every year? What, what is the, what's the direction of this particular project? Yes. So um, we do this, we call it our annual event. So it's at Disney World, um, at least for the foreseeable future, um, every December, because for us, we realized that Christmas is a really tough time for a lot of these families. Um, And so it kind of brings them together for Christmas. And obviously Disney World is in a magical place um, during the holidays as well. Um, So we do that in in December. And then throughout the year, we try to keep those bonds growing um, and we do community events for them throughout the country. I, I'm just really at a loss of words at how amazing this foundation is. Um, I, I do want to pull away from that because I want to give you, you a segment to maybe plug the foundation. You know, what, what can I do as a growing audience where, you know, that when they hear the Gary Sinise Foundation, I want it to be just more than a, a, a tweet that makes you cry, you know, or a news, um, newsreel that flashes across your, your Yahoo. What can somebody do to say, you know what, I want to contribute to this organization because it really does a lot? Yeah. And, you know, Gary always says that it really does start in the community. So we really do encourage everyone to kind of give back in their own communities to their firefighters, to their police officers, to their veterans and military in their own communities. Because if everyone starts taking care of everyone that's their neighbor, um, we can definitely help a whole lot more. Uh, But you can also go to GarySiniseFoundation.org and learn a little bit more about our programs. Uh, You can watch our video from last year at Disney World with all of the kids um, and kind of help us to keep doing these programs for all of these kids and these families. For the Disney World uh, trip that you guys do, is that only for Gold Star families? Is that where we're keeping it at right there? Yeah, so it's all um, fallen military families. Yep. You know, when you start looking at uh, the actual site, I love how you break it down. Like, for example, by the numbers, uh, the amount of homes that you have built for um, disabled uh, veterans or wounded warriors. What else does do you guys do just besides, you know, bringing a bunch of uh, you know families to Walt Disney World? Yeah, so we split everything into four programs. So our RISE program is for our severely wounded uh, veterans post 9-11. So those are our specially adaptive smart homes, mobility devices, home modifications. Um, and we have expanded the home modifications to pre-9-11 veterans as well because um, we're trying to like Gary says, do a little bit more. 
Um, our Relief and Resiliency Program is kind of where Snowball Express fits in. That's also where the Lieutenant Dan Band is. And so Gary's traveling uh, with the Lieutenant Dan Band to about 30 military bases a year is our goal. Um, and then our Community Outreach and Education Program, we serve hot meals to our current active duty military. Uh, we put on arts and entertainment nights to get some of our community members out to the theater and support there. Um, and then we do our Soaring Valor program and our Soaring Valor program pairs high school students with World War II veterans and we fly them down to the National World War II Museum in New Orleans and give them kind of um, a tour of the museum and where they can learn about World War II from the people that were there. Um, and outside of that, we also have our first responder outreach program uh, where we do equipment and training grants for the volunteer fire and police departments all over the country. That is, that is quite a, a list of, of accomplishments that you guys do. And I, I'm really, I'm kind of getting at a loss of words here. I'll be honest with you. I'm just very humbled to even listen to you guys talk. Um, is there anything that I'm missing that, um, like, geez, I'm surprised you didn't ask me about that, that, that I missed maybe that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, I think we hit on a lot of it. Um, like I said, definitely check out GaryCinneysFoundation.org um, and kind of see more about what we're doing. We have a great video team that's filming everything we do so you can kind of see um, all the impact that the team is having and, and definitely check us out. And if we're in your area, we'd love to see everyone come out and see the band or whatever programs in your area. Hannah, from my other two co-hosts, Mike and Justin, I want to say thank you for taking the time to visit with us and, and explaining to us what an incredible foundation organization this is. And thank you for doing what you do above all. Uh, all you guys, your whole team out there has just been amazing with me and what you guys do for the communities. And I can't say thank you enough. So with that, good night, Hannah. Yes, thank you so much for having us. We appreciate it. Good night. She was an absolute incredible person to visit with. A lot of great information, a great organization. And how cool is that? Uh, 1,700 people, gold stars going down to Disney World. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's just something that just I just can't even comprehend. It was so cool. Yeah, no, that's a great interview. I'm glad you were able to get a hold of that. That was awesome. Yeah, so um, speaking of that, though, I'm going to pass the ball right to you because you've got some fun in store for us, and uh, I'm going to have to be on top of my game. So uh, where are we going? You know, I decided that, uh, you know, we, we try and do different things in different episodes. You know, some are more about information, some are about trip planning, some are about, you know, news. But I think one thing that I like to do, and we do it every so often, is doing one of those episodes that you can really listen to with the family, and maybe have a little bit of dinner time conversation, you know, bounce this off the kids, bounce this off your significant other, and just kind of chat about it a little bit. You know, uh, one of the things we like to do is chat when we're at Disney and we're waiting online for a particular ride. I love to just have some of these conversations. And uh, I think what we're going to try and do tonight is a little bit of swapping. We're going to decide, or I'm going to decide, and you're going to decide what ride you would want to take from one park, swap it into the other park, but the ride that you remove has to be put in that place. So it's got to make sense, basically. So you can't take Pirates and put it in Galaxy's Edge and put Smuggler's Run over in you know Adventureland because it just wouldn't fit. So we're going to try and do, if we were redesigning the parks, what ride would you take from one park to swap to the other park and make that park even better? And uh, I have an idea on what I want to move. Uh, Jason, what do you have in mind? What would you want to do a, a, a ride swap with? 
Well, I have I have a bunch of rides that I would love to move around, and I'm I'm not quite sold on which one I want to swap yet. So if I could just take the cheap way out and allow you to go first, please oblige me on that. Sure. You know, I did a lot of thinking about this, and I thought that uh, Magic Kingdom is great as it is, and you hate to take anything out of that park because everything in there is so iconic. You know, do you move Carousel of Progress? No. Do you move, uh, you know, the People Mover? No. Because those could fit in so many other different parks, you know. Um, I decided that I wanted to move a, a ride attraction that, you know, it fits the mode for where it is, but I'd like to see it somewhere else. So I'm actually going to pull Monsters Incorporated, the last floor. I'm going to take it out of Tomorrowland, and I'm going to put that over in Epcot. But more importantly, what I'm going to take out of Epcot and put over Magic Kingdom is going to be the Mission Space. Because I think Mission Space will look perfect in Tomorrowland. I think it fits the, 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 the ambiance over there. I think it fits the whole being next to Space Mountain. And the one thing I'm going to cheat a little bit, I'm, once I bring that ride over, I also want to make sure that we bring over that new Mission Space restaurant because we know, we've talked about it before, how lacking uh, Magic Kingdom is with, with eating experiences. And I think bringing over uh, an amazing ride like that and bringing over you know, a new restaurant to add to that park, I think would be great. And I think Monsters Incorporated kind of going to where Mission Space is will kind of fit in well because you're going to have the Guardians of the Galaxy ride right next to it. So it's kind of got that funny, you know, have that Guardians of the Galaxy, got that humor to it. So I think that would fit more well over in that area than, uh, than what's over there now. So I'd like to see that. That would be my swap and design. Okay, so this is just follow me here, okay? I'm going to take uh, Frozen, because the, the rule was the park, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I was actually, let's take the Frozen out of the Epcot Pavilion from Norway, and I want to place that in Magic Kingdom, and I want to swap that with the Mine Train. Now, hear me out. And I want to take the Mine Train, and I want to move that over to Germany. And then I want to um, just maybe kind of just uh, either put put Maelstrom back or just do nothing in Norway. And, and I'm thinking, because Norway is really not represented uh, scenic-wise it, it, as much as it should be. I mean, Norway is a very, probably one of the most beautiful countries in the world. That and Iceland and all those areas over there are just absolutely beautiful. Because Norway is really not represented to, to me where, um, visually like it should be. And and Germany doesn't have anything, and and to have an IP such as Snow White and the Mine Train would be a fun, fun uh, addition to the German Pavilion. Because what, what? I mean, you've got Beer Garden. I mean, probably one of the most. Uh, I mean, I just love being inside Beer Garden. I mean, that's almost a, a must. You know what I mean? Where just I, honestly, wouldn't it be cool if they had like a lounge in there where we could go and, and just have a cocktail inside oh, sure. that? Uh, yeah. That would be fun, man. I would love that. But to add that, um, I, I know it, it sounds kind of like um, I'm like scapegoating out of this, but I, I really, you know, this is a hard challenge, Mike. I mean, this was, uh, you know, maybe some of the other people in the family or, or people listening around the world can, um, you know, come up with some good ones because off the top of my head um, and, 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 and then thinking deep about it, this is probably going to be the one where I'm the most comfortable with. And it's a win-win for everybody. Let's just speculate a little bit, Mike. What do you think as far as people, because we got some pretty smart people. Do you know there's some that they're like screaming at their radios right now going, oh my God, the obvious ones are this. Are, are there, did you have any like second place contenders? Like, you know, maybe I'll go with this. 
Yeah, I was kind of, you know, I, I toyed around with moving so much stuff out of Magic Kingdom, but like I said before, there are so many things in Magic Kingdom that just belong there, you know, and I don't know if it's because it's just a memory, that's something that you know has just always been there and the, the familiar, uh, you know, the, the familiarity of being there. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think Carousel of Progress should go anywhere else. I mean, that, that belongs there, but that could really fit well in Epcot, you know, and so could People Mover, you know, maybe expand it, make it be a little bit longer and go all the way around Epcot or something along those lines um there are so many other rides that could fit other parks you know just but how do you take out an iconic ride i mean you can really move stuff around you know epcot and hollywood studios i mean the other one that i kind of had in mind that i would pull the jungle cruise out of magic kingdom and put that in animal kingdom and maybe move the kilimanjaro safari because i think those would be a good swap i think that walt's original idea was to have live animals in the park and now that we're kind of doing that with animal kingdom i know it would be kind of hard because they have all the animal specialists over at animal kingdom and whatnot but i think just for the sake of you know an argument show uh i think that would be cool to have you know the actual safari over in magic kingdom and the jungle cruise would certainly fit well over in uh, animal kingdom hey we're the imagineers here we'll do what we want (laughs) (laughs) anything is possible we got 42 square miles to play with yeah um yeah i uh it's you know as I as I go through, and I know a lot of people are, um, you know, you, there's people on the fence where they're uh, major Imagineers or they're like anti-Imagineer. You know what I mean? We're not anti-real Imagineers, but like dead set, we're not changing anything at the parks. Period. That's that. I mean, up to and including that rock that is right there. If an Imagineer designed it, that's where it stays, uh, which is awesome too. You know, I mean, there's two sides of the fence, and um, it kind of brings a lot of color to. Uh, to you know to the community the Disney community listen I got to appreciate you uh, dropping stuff like that I like it when Mike drops stuff because you know we have dinner talk we're able to sit around the table and have that Disney dinner talk and you know we should almost make up cards where you know we can send them out in postcards to people where when we have our little challenges like that you have the challenge of the day for dinner talk or the challenge of the week that would be fun wouldn't it you know that could be the dinner talk and and you know with us the youngest always goes first Bennett always gets to pick and Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll throw some cards together. And okay, tonight's subject is. And by the time everybody gets around, you're done eating. And uh, what a what a fun concept that would be. We should do that, Mike. Let's do that. Yeah, sounds good. Let's, let's make up yeah that game. It's even we like doing that, especially when we have an upcoming trip. You know, it kind of really gets you into that Disney mood. You know, talking about this and you know what rides we're looking forward to. And uh, yeah, it's definitely one of those things that I thought maybe you could uh, discuss with the kids. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun. And I know. <laughs> Sometimes it gets a little heated in our house because everybody's very passionate about what they believe in. I, I, they must have got that strong headedness from their mom because that's definitely not <laughs> me. I would would never be argumentative with anybody. So, anyways, um, hey, let's let's um, let, uh, l- before we move on, um, is there anything you wanted to add to this amazing challenge that you had had me do and and pull my hair out thinking about? No, I think that's it. I think that, you know, I'm looking forward to really hearing the feedback from our Disney family on this one. I think there's a lot of different, uh, you know, I I racked my brain out on what I would want to, you know, move around. So I think, you know, I gave a couple of ideas. I certainly want to hear what our Disney family would think would make the parks even better or, you know, what rides better suited somewhere else. Um, There's a lot of creative people in our group and uh, I can't wait to hear from them. Yeah, 100%. And speaking of creative people, I don't know if he wants to rub it in or if he wants to share the love, but Justin is calling in right now. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Guys, you guys look amazing, but I have a better view here because I'm in Hollywood Studios today. 
and I just did Smuggler's Run and Oga's Cantina. I wish you were here. Fellas, I'm not going to join you for the entire show tonight, but I wanted to say hi to everyone. How are you guys this evening? Um, I'm doing fantastic, not as good as you, and those pictures that you have been sending us, including the video, have been amazing. I tell you what, you guys are going to nerd out. The fact that you're going to get down here and be able to pilot the Millennium Falcon. I was right there today making sure we were getting in the correct spot to where we would get all of the uh, of the stuff we needed to accomplish our mission. It was amazing. We went to uh, Oga's, and we finally waited 10 minutes after we had a reservation, and we tried seven of the drinks. They were fantastic. Katie found one that was pretty much like a jello shot with boba balls, and she got a couple of those. She loved them. It's the thing they did right with this land was this. They were able to uh, take Pandora and then build it outside of uh, uh, what they did there. It's much larger, so the crowds aren't as big. It's it's much, much better. I'm I'm Mike, you gotta just be ready to go right now. I was looking at plane tickets as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh it's comforting. Hey Katie. Well guys, hey okay. hey, I wanna do this real quick. Uh, I'm gonna head. I've got a fast pass actually for Fantastic. So I'm gonna head to Fantastic. Guys, enjoy the show. Have a blast. You guys have got this covered. I miss you all, and I can't wait to see you next week when I'm on the show with you all. Have a blast, and uh, I'll see you real soon. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. See ya. All right, Sorry, bye. bye. Okay, so so I, I get more and more excited when I hear people like that talk, Mike, about galaxy's edge you know i've gotten so much positive feedback from that are you sure you're not going to be able to sneak a, a like a secret trip down there early just to just to even do like a morning there and catch a flight back yeah you know i i i'm going in may because the girls have a cheerleading competition i believe that's my next trip upcoming uh is going to be down there for that uh the good thing about that is i'll have quite a bit of alone time because i'm not going to be involved okay. with the cheerleading so much so yep. even if the girls aren't into it obviously they're going to be uh, occupied with cheerleading i'm going to just have to sneak over there and do that uh originally i wasn't going to go i was just going to kind of like, i'll let the girls have their time and you know have their own trip but now more and more that i see it and more and more that i see that it's only 30 minute waits or 45 minute waits for a smuggler's run yeah i gotta get down there yeah, and the feedback on that has been really fun, man. A lot of fun. So uh, I, I really am looking forward to uh, you know us getting on that and uh, knocking this out. So I've been kind of trying to plan my trip for January a little bit and uh, getting excited about that. And man, I tell you what, I don't know. I'm getting stoked. I'm getting stoked for the fall. Um, I, I'm I'm really really looking forward to more and more people going to the Halloween parties and starting to get into the, the Halloween festivities. And hey, listen, did you see the news that blipped across the screen today about uh, for the, what is it, the 50th anniversary, they're going to change the castle to... Um, rose gold? Yes. Yeah. Rose is gold's, that, is that, well, rose gold's popular now. Yeah, but are we talking projection? Are we talking LED gold? Or what are we doing here? I'm thinking projection. Okay, well, anyways, but yeah, I'm, I'm always open to something super cool like that. Uh, the Christmas castle, which is coming up, is probably, and that's the first thing I thought of was LEDs. Uh, now, you've seen the Christmas, uh, the castle at Christmas time. Oh, yes, yes absolutely, yep, yep. Is that, I'm telling you, man, I will say it over and over again, and I will be redundant, and as long as we have the show, you'll hear me say it. 
I am in love with that. Is that not one of the most beautiful sights on earth? Oh, and that yeah. thing has got it, those it LEDs on it. glistens and glimmers, and it's just it's amazing. It's, it's magical. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I'm a grown man talking about magical. <laughs> it's magical. <laughs> I'm telling you, I love it. Um, before we move on, though, can I go ahead and uh, answer a trivia question from last Absolutely. week? Absolutely. All right. Let's go. Uh, the, the question was, what actress played Milady de Winter in a Walt Disney's picture film, The Three Musketeers? The answer is Rebecca de Mornay. And I probably butchered that, but um, that's okay because I know the difference between inline and online, so I can get a pass for that. Let me go ahead and th- <laughs> let me go ahead and throw out a new uh, trivia question for you guys. What Disney film starring Denzel Washington is a remake of The Bishop's Wife starring Cary Grant? And you can text your answers to 317-WDW-DADS. That's 317-939-3237. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and check us out at www.disneydadspodcast.com. Justin's really big on the Twitter. I have to get on my Twitter game. We have a Twitter site as well. But more importantly, on our Disney Dads website, you can find all of the links to our past shows, uh, our SoundCloud channel, and so much more. But, you know, the one thing that we have, the Disney Dads group, that we're such a big part of, and that would be our Facebook page. You know what the best thing about our Facebook page? I don't know. Tell me. Can you believe it? It's pictures. And you know what that brings me to my favorite thing every week? How did I not know? You know what? That's just... That's why I'm such a lousy trivia partner. I didn't even know the answer to that, but I do love Picks of the Week, and there's some good ones, too. So now it brings us to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. Jason, why don't you give me your Pick of the Week? I am... Guys, I'm going to be honest with you. This is probably one of the hardest weeks we've had in a long time because there are so many families that are beeline down there. You have uh, solo trips. You have East or West Coast trips at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Um, you have um, – here's what I'm going to go with. I am going to – cause, just because the Dukes family is down there on a on a adult's trip, and they have been just inundating us with pictures of their amazing trip. And more importantly – their Victorian Alberts pictures, mm-hmm. which I've come across as I'm so hungry. <laughs> so um, let me tell you what they are absolutely fantastic. Um, the Duke's Brittany is just just nailing it with her with her um, her trip down, her having a great time, getting that reconnection with the hubby, which is uber uber important. So um, Mike, how about yourself, buddy? Uh, you know the picture I picked just screams adorableness, and that's to our dear friend Charmaine. Uh, Charmaine posted a picture of her newborn in the mermaid outfit. And what was even mm-hmm. cooler about that is Roxanne Roscoe, one of our Disney family members, sent that to her. So uh, the baby looks oh, adorable. Fun. It's a great picture. And uh, I love seeing our Disney Dads family connect like that. It's just something that's awesome and uh, super cool, super sweet picture. And Charmaine, you have my pick of the week. Yeah, it's uh, we do got some amazing people, and I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but you know your picture that you got from Charles Mary. Yes. So I got one a couple weeks ago, and I was just gonna wait because I'm I'm in the process of moving stuff around in the office again, and because, well, I, 
I got to get my VR station set up for the boys again because they've been nagging at me and I have projects on the ground. So anyways, my point is, is I got one, man. What an amazing picture, Charles. So thank you for that. So before we move on, Mike, but, 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 don't couple... move on yet. Hold on. Hold on. I said before we move on because right, well, I got a couple shout outs we got to give well, out. I have, so a more impo- I have a more important shout out because Justin's not here. So I'm going to take his pick of the week. And if Justin oh, was here, okay. I know what he would pick because I know him very well. You know, we're, we're good like that. So yeah. Justin's pick this week would be. Our good friend Jason and Michael Taylor, who got to have dinner together, and they got to post a picture. We did. See? We did. I, you know what? I went to. I meant to mention that. How fun is See, that? I knew man? you weren't going to mention that, and I knew Justin would, so I had to because you weren't going to okay. pick yourself. So okay, I'm picking that. It. I did. I got to break bread with him. He was he was doing a load in. It was kind of a on the on the fly kind of thing. And um, and look, he picked one of the busiest nights of the week. Actually, it was our recording night, Mike. That's Thursday, why yeah. we're recording late. Yep. And um, and I I was like, man, you picked a, a bad day for any. Because look, I'm I'm I live the life where we're busy, busy. For me to plan something is is I have to write you in and actually say, hey, Surrey, and then like put a reminder in and put you in the calendar because that's just the lifestyle we live. And uh, I'm like, man, it's bad, you know. And I was like, I'll try. If anything, we'll we'll do a run and we'll we'll stop and say hi and we'll grab a picture. And then Rachel's uh, Rachel's like, you know, um. He's just going to be sitting there. We have to eat yet. Let's just go grab and break bread together. And I said, well, okay, let's do it. So I called him, and we went and picked him up because he had uh, he had big Baymax with him, mm-hmm. and there's no way he was driving the, the trailer through. Him and his wife are booked to come to Disneyland with us next year. So that'll be a, a good time. Awesome. So it was really yeah. fun. It, it was fun. Uh, it was fun meeting him. Uh, we broke bread. We talked for a couple hours, and then um, you know, high five and uh, on the way you go. So I mean, but that's uh, that's you know, that, look, that's one of the benefits of, of being a part of a community where everybody is just friendly and 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 fun, you know. So thank you for reminding me that because I was uh, I was going to pass on it because it was my pick, you know, and that's kind of. It's just not my style to pick my own picture. So, but can I give a couple shout outs real course, quick? Absolutely. Yes. Um, I got to give a shout out to uh, Angie uh, Weaver West. Um, the West family was down. Uh, they did the Indie Disney, and uh, I believe Jeff, our friend Jeff Barnes, was there as well, who gave a speech. So um, I guess it was the Facebook pages uh, Indie Disney Meet, but they raised uh, some money, and uh, what a what a fun fun. Fun thing. I, I really honestly have never ever gone to any of those. You being up in New York, Mike, you have to have some like big old Disney nerd fest or something up there, don't you? Well, we just had that Mickey exhibit in Manhattan not too long ago that we went with the girls. But, uh, you know, they're few and far between. And it's like you. It's like you have you have time to go, you know. Right. You know, stop what you're doing because, you know, life around here goes at 100 miles an hour. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's tough to plan and things like that. Sometimes they just pop up out of nowhere. But. Uh, yeah, the last biggest, you know, temporary thing that was up here was that Mickey Mouse exhibit in Manhattan. But, uh, yeah, they pop up from time to time. That's cool, man. Yeah, it looks like they had a great time. It looks like I got uh, Troy was wearing the um, Star Wars Mickey ears. Uh, he's rocking it. In fact, he's owning it and uh, loving the shirt, Troy. I really am. And um, I do want to give one more shout out to the Durbin family who just got down there. So they just checked into Saratoga Springs and... She said it perfectly, uh, quote, you're going to Disney again? And I almost say that with a little, like, sarcasm, like, really? And she is responding, heck yeah, I am. So I love it. So have fun down there, Durbin family. And I hope you guys post a bunch of pictures. Actually, by the time you listen to this, your trip will be over with. And if you didn't, I'm looking at you. So listen, Jason, you know, it was uh – 
a little sad not having our buddy Justin tonight. We got a little bit, little taste to get the call in. We got to talk to him for a couple minutes. But, uh, you know, next week he'll be back recording with us. And we're going to have to hear all those wonderful things that he got to experience when he was down in Disney. Uh, some of the food and wine stuff looked amazing. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to him coming back. But, you know, tonight's one of those episodes that we just kind of wanted to put that topic out there. You know, just for you guys to enjoy with your family, to have that quality dinner time, to have that, you know, maybe you're having a long car ride and you want to reconnect with the family and kind of hear how maybe your kids are being creative or, you know, how your spouse is just, you know, how your spouse loves Disney and you want to get their idea. And maybe how your spouse doesn't love Disney and you're making one of those Disney kind of people and you, you kind of want to hear what they have to say and kind of get them into that, you know, Disney mood and that Disney ambiance. So, so you know, that's one of those topics that I brought up tonight and I hope everybody enjoys it. I'm certainly looking forward to hearing what people's ideas would be about doing a uh, park swap with some rides. Yeah, look, it was uh, it was fun. It, it got the old noggin of thinking hard. Um, listen, I, I did want to... Um I did want to say one thing, though, is I appreciate you being able to switch your days over and, and, and coming on with me Sunday nights. I know you had to pull away from the family, but it was I was running way behind and, you know, just being rushed. And, you know, there's some times where, look, we've been in the show long enough where, like, when we first started, it was like, you're rushed, you're kind of running. I mean, there's times where you're running in and you're still got your work clothes on and you're like, oh, I just walked in the door two minutes ago. And it's like, that's not how we roll anymore because it just, it just not, right. it's not fun. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's where you, Mike, or you, Justin, and, and myself, you know, we're like, guys, I am running like 20 minutes behind. Okay, I'm free Sunday. Let's do it Sunday. Okay. I love that because that's just the, the dynamic of of our relationship. And um, let me tell you what, that, that respect is just incredible, and I love that. To Justin, thank you, my friend, for posting all those amazing pictures. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, the trip recap. Those are my favorite episodes, man. When you guys go down to Disney World, then I get to get a full trip recap on what you guys did because he had a lot of fun from Olga's to Trader Sam's to, uh, more importantly, I wanted to plug the Universal Unleashed show that you guys do. So he got to experience the Halloween Horror Nights, and I'm really excited to, to uh, hear the episodes on that, guys. If you haven't had a chance, please take a listen to uh, Mike and Justin's Universal Show. I'm, it's, I'm having a lot of fun listening to it, and I can't wait to get down there and experience this stuff myself. Sounds good, man. Listen, it was great recording to you tonight, and I will uh, see you in a few days. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Have a good night, man. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you. And remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.